about you, Freak? You think you could go completely dark side? I mean, obviously. <laughs> I think you had a conversation good. with me? That's why we don't publish the pre-show. This is a good <laughs> point, dude. This is such Facts. a good point. If people heard that shit. Y'all. They'd drag I us out in the streets and kill us. Saw our own freaking Twitter game. on the shit I say on the pre-show. <laughs> I think it would probably take off, man. Okay, and welcome to Looking for More, your dedicated podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, game development, and gaming culture. I'm your host, Morgan. I'm joined by my fellow party members after, what, a two-week short hiatus that we had. The Nathan Napalm. Welcome back, buddy. Glad to be here. Awesome. Good to see you again, too. And Total Freak. Total hey. Freak. He's totally, totally Hello. freaky. Hi. Freaky. All right. I like this new overlay, by the way. Thanks. This is- this is nice. I like you, you. Wow. I've been working Getting on some fancy. things. I know. I can tell. I've been trying. I know. I worked on this today. It was actually all with B minus. D or B. B. I'll take it. B minus. I'll take it. It shows you how, how you aim for it right at a three If I hit that, I called it good. Okay. <laughs> I consider that middle of the road. But gentlemen, welcome back. So uh, it's been a couple weeks and total freak. Oh, thanks for the bits, freak. I appreciate it. So you guys, just there. now you see what I was saying because we were getting ready to start the show today, and I was like, <laughs> I was like closing down OBS because I've got to like get the camera working on on Discord, which is where we do this, and uh, it crashed on me, and I was like, dude, if this is not saved, if it didn't save my scene, I'm gonna lose my shit for real. But honestly, it's last week worked too, man. Like yes. I. There's so many times I've been through, like, when I was trying to set up my streaming PC and I couldn't get OBS to work right and it kept crashing on me. I lost everything and their OBS cloud is like the worst fucking cloud system I've ever had to deal with because <laughs> it doesn't save. Dude, it's yeah. rough. I'm yeah. okay with it until I'm live, right? Uh, when I'm <laughs> live and OBS does things that makes no sense, oh man, I just have to be like, you know what? Can I cancel the sc- stream for a minute, get this worked <laughs> out? Don't let everybody see me flipping out. I did it. I did it accidentally live. I thought I turned the stream off, and I was like going ballistic. <laughs> you really? <laughs> yeah. Is this saved anywhere? Uh, yeah, it's when I was playing Final Fantasy 15 uh, somewhere on my channel. Can you, uh, by chance, find that for me? Because it feels like something that would that. bring me happiness. <laughs> I'll find. <that>. Okay. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Welcome to everybody here in chat too. I know it's been a couple weeks since we did the last LFM show, but uh, we've got some stuff and things. So I did a. Uh, bring it to today's show a couple points and you know one of them is how many times mmos which i'm gonna go ahead and refer to as a dying breed in the genre these days they seem to be dropping like what is it it this year i'm telling you man it seems like mmos are just dropping left and right yeah honestly it really is a dying breed the the so ones that we have are overplayed and the ones that could be good are just not good. Yeah, and I think also a lot of people have found their future home in MMOs, whether it be Pantheon, Ashes Creation, uh, and some mm. others. And I think it's hard to play another MMO when you know that's not your home anymore, when you know your real one is coming. It's hard to it's hard to focus and get invested in it. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, uh you know, before we dig into too much of the this conversation around the genre, because I feel like this is going to go on a bit. 
And I know before the show started, we were talking about things. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to hold it, y'all. We're going to hold on a second. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. But what have y'all been up to for the past couple weeks? Nathan, I know you're talking about doing something fun soon. And uh, Yeah. You wanna, you so wanna uh, let me uh, – actually, I'm going to break more things if I try. So I uh, got the Dungeons & Dragons starter yeah. set today. So this weekend, going to take the family on their first uh, D&D run. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. But I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, that's what I've been doing lately. I went back and uh, it's my wife's favorite MMO, uh, and I and I want to see the newest expansion, which isn't new anymore. But Shadowbringers, I uh, never played it, so that's what I'm doing. And I know we're gonna get. I, I'll save the rest about Final Fantasy fourteen. Fair. It's gonna come up later. It's gonna fair. Come up later. Fair, fair. What about you, Freak? What have you been up to? And thanks, by the way, Ronan and Chat. You guys are amazing. What have I been up to? Yeah, that's a good question. Have you even had your computer on? Yeah. Yeah. So I've kept my computer off since our last show. And uh, I've had like no desire. Oh, no. Anything. And it sucks, too, because my community is sort of like asking me to come back and whatnot. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we have fun on stream and everything. And mm -hmm. I just haven't found a game that really draws me in. Um, it sucks, too, because Andy you know, plays WoW and he really wants to play WoW and it's yeah. not something that I can sit down and play until the new expansion drops. And ESO is everybody I play with has everybody I've played with has 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 quit. Every single person. And damn. Yeah, there might be a redemption day on the new patch drop, apparently, according to a couple of discords I'm looking at. So we'll see what happens there. But other than that, I've been cleaning my house. Mopping, dusting, folding laundry. Wow. Yeah, adult shit, and I um, hate it. I'm. <laughs> is that, I is that I got gathering in real life? Is that gathering? Huh? Is that gathering? Is, <laughs> is gathering? Is real IRL gathering? Any crafting? Any crafting oh, going on, dude? I washed my car two times in the same week. Okay. It's like trying to find things to do. Yeah, we so. got a we got a hype train here. Y'all are way too generous. J-Rod Andy, three months, buddy. Welcome in, friend. Thank you. Thank you for the bits, Ronan. Everybody for the support, man. I really appreciate that. You know that's my Andy, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. He was hanging out. He was hanging out here like a sometime in the past week too, just chilling. It was yeah. it was nice. I think he was maybe playing WoW at the time too. I can't really remember. It's like everything for me this year is just I'll, I'll be really honest, because I've been doing the streaming every day thing, which has been great for me being accountable as a creator. But, right. you know, uh, it's that whole life balance thing. You got to get enough sleep. And I haven't really been doing good with that. But I see a lot of names in chat from the Ashes fam and a lot of other names in chat that are like, you know, familiar to me from like Freaks community or people that have been around here on the show before. Nathan, I, I don't know who your people are. I don't remember the names if I see them. I just I'm bad about names. Like gotta go, I think there. I don't know, but welcome in everybody. Um, <clears throat> we've talked about things going on in gaming, and last week I didn't really. It was just the stars weren't aligned. A lot of people weren't able to be here. Like uh, Wondering Mist couldn't be here today. It was just couldn't do it. Had some had some real life stuff going on, uh, but definitely he brought some of this to the to the table, which is the Chronicles of Valyria update. And he had uh, actually shared something around this. And 
they were talking about the lawsuit. Now we, we talked about this before, which is they were, you know, kind of had filed a lawsuit. And the main thing is the yeah, other going after the game studio, but mostly they're also tying Exola in. And uh, I actually had gotten a picture here uh, somewhere on the intranet. I know it's very, very technical terminology here. We're going to go with intranet. And if I can get to it, <clears throat> oh, it's actually probably under downloads, huh? Anyway, they've they seem like they're proceeding and have actually sent some things forward to Exola, but uh, yeah, I know that the wording on the uh, the document, which I'm actually trying to find it, I think it was actually downloaded as a document. I'm gonna try to see if I can find it. I'll come back to it if nothing else. But you know, this is one of the MMORPGs that has been in development that pulled the plug, and we've talked about it multiple times here. Um, but we talk about MMOs being a dying breed. And this is one example of just a situation that's been horrible. I mean, it's a situation from my perspective, like just my opinion. It's a horrible set of circumstances for any gamer that, you know, is putting faith in a project. Like you said, I think before we started, Nathan, like the, you know, people kind of finding their home, a new home, and they're waiting on their new home. And this was a lot of people's new home they were waiting on. They weren't playing other games. They were dedicated to this. And along the way, fueling it with more funds, and uh, the, the catch with the Kickstarter here is by the standard in every Kickstarter at the end, you put down the potential, um, you know, risks and that and if there are reasons that it wouldn't happen, what might that be? Because it's like, hey, if we don't make it, these might be reasons why. So either way, you're you're still rolling the dice when you do a Kickstarter, but I don't know. Do you all do you actually think that this might go anywhere? I I'm kind of I kind of don't know that it will, honestly. So apparently the lawyer thinks it will, right? Yeah. Um, so he thinks there's something of uh, value here. I think it'll be a, a little difficult. Um, maybe there might be some legality issues there, though, where they obviously knew a month in advance that they were going to have to shut it down, and they're still trying to uh, money grab. Mm -hmm. uh, also be issues with the way they spent the money uh i don't know um but there could be uh i would assume there probably is being that it collected quite a big sum and um from the looks of things mm -hmm. the uh guy uh kind of absorbed all that profit to himself and for the most Caspian. part now caspian is trying to say he's still developing the game yeah all of a sudden, once he realizes there's a lawsuit, but he announced it was gone. Mm -hmm. like it was over. It wasn't going to happen. Did mm -hmm. he kind of shift a little bit of blame to COVID even? Yeah. Like Trying to maybe get a payout from the government's what some people have been hypothesizing. Yeah, maybe. Dirty business, though, right? Uh, to take people's uh, stuff mm -hmm. people want. Because that was, that was going to be like the role player uh, MMO, right? That yeah. That's kind of what they were going for. So a lot of big crowd there. A lot of people excited about it. Um, I always felt like there was something wrong with as soon as I started seeing updates, I was like, eh, how does the game look worse? You know, you've been working on it for uh, <laughs> years and the game's getting worse over time. So pretty bad, pretty mm -hmm. ugly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't see them getting any kind of money back for the Kickstarter part. Like, honestly, I think the only way they're going to get anything back is if it's tied into the Exola purchases from like maybe through their website for anything post Kickstarter. So that's that's where I'm kind of at. And 
I know that there was like a lot of wording. I'm like dying here. I actually downloaded this file. It was an image. I downloaded this like yesterday, I think it was. And I cannot for the life of me find it. And I'm not sure where it's at. Oh, never mind. Found it. There it is right there. So it's actually the document. <clears throat> and in this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. I think I'm actually just going to post this. so I don't actually like say any information on stream, but I'll post it. It's definitely a public document. It's been in the public, but just for the sake of everything, I'll post it probably on Discord for anybody who wants to see it. Um, it it's a it's a legal document that's out in the public right now, but you all aren't going to be able to actually see it. But it, they didn't outline very well in the document what they're actually trying to get. And most of it doesn't tie into Exola as much as it ties into Soulbound. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But uh, speaking of games that have been kind of rocking it lately, Defend the Night has been jumping around and hitting a lot of different creators. I don't know that there's anything in the works. And I don't think that, you know, Lexer works for works at DTN, Defend the Night. Uh, I don't have anything official, but it, I, I'm getting a sense they might be building up for something because they're jumping around kind of like they've done before. And uh, it's really good, though, because they're they're kind of showcasing like lore and a lot of these other elements that that tie into. I've oh, got it. Oh, did you send it to yes, me? So, Go ahead. So something I feel comfortable saying, I don't think they would get angry with me because um, mm. we're not going to be too specific, but uh, they are gearing up for um, hopefully if if everything uh, goes smoothly uh, to get some people together and, and do some kind of gameplay uh, with some maybe some content creators with some devs or, or something like that and actually show off some stuff. Now this will not be streamed uh, because the game's in such early development. They yeah. want to, you never know what's going to happen, right? When a game's in, in this point of development. So, yeah. uh, but I do believe they're going to allow some recording. And um, so there'll be some, there'll be some really cool content, I believe coming out for that game soon. Yeah. that I mean, last soon, I mean, next couple of months, right? Like, term. Or, or so. Yeah. Relative, relatively short term. So there's a, a comment in chat that I wanted to read, and it's really the most important um, comment that there is a read tonight, and it comes from um, Benashi, and it says, uh, Freak is my longtime dad. So when I gave birth to him, it was a very rainy day. Yes, please continue telling the story. <laughs> yeah, I need <laughs> no, more uh, detail than the weather. I need a little more. Yeah. Been... No, I was one of our. Uh, that's one of my um, there you go. old rating friends. Oh man, he was my uh, he was my original Destiny Two Sherpa, dude. Because <laughs> I when I first started playing Destiny again, I was terrible. Yeah. I still am, but I was even worse than I was. And I made him come help me. Yeah, I just got a private message from him. He said that he carried you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He's actually one of like the well played the highest parsing mag blades in ESO too. Oh wow! Nice. Speaking of ESO, this is gonna Ooh. this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough Ooh. one. I have um, an article. You do? No, oh, go ahead. Oh, okay, go ahead. Cool, cool. So yeah, speaking of ESO, so I actually made the decision with everything going on with Ashes. Like I just gotta kind of dig in with ashes and I have not, I'll be honest. I just have not been having the desire to play anything. I really haven't like, 
it's it's like Nathan was saying. There, it's there's this game that is in development that I already feel like is my home over almost three years now of of talking about this game, uh, you know, creating content around it, a podcast around it, and all of that. And I'm just kind of like at this point, when it comes to an MMO, like they take they can take a lot of energy, they can take a lot of your time, and it's something I feel like I'm trying to save that energy for, and I don't want to like. I guess invest too much, especially in something that the like I'm not getting what I consider kind of like worth my time investment. And mainly, unfortunately, with ESO, I just I I made the decision to discontinue my subscription. I mean, I pretty much have it through the year, but I just I kind of tapped out on it, and I haven't been in there in three or four weeks now. And that for me is actually pretty significant because anytime I don't even bother jumping into a game that that doesn't really bode well for me in that game. And, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I thought, yeah, no, you know, I mean, I came back in what, like the end of last year and I was like kind of willing to dedicate pretty hard, created a bunch of builds for PVP and then update 25 happened. And it has just not been the same since. That's it. And that's it. It's a sad day around here. I'm kind of tapping out. I think, I think I have to. And with that, yeah, yeah, sure. No, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you like an asshole. So. No, no. I want to know what you were going to say. <laughs> it's kind of where <laughs> I'm, I'm just at. Saying, I, I, I think it's a good. So I, I love ESO to death, but I think like the stuff that you're doing for ashes is, more beneficial yeah. to the MMO community than what's going on with ESO. ESO is at this point, it's mm-hmm. it's done, and I I hate to say that too I, because I mean I, I was too. rating with some of the top tier players in the game. Yes, you were, and it's done. It's just like nobody. I can't. Nobody can fill a raid roster. I four of my raid teams have disbanded. Damn. Um, it it's a really unfortunate situation because I've I mean I met you over ESO. True, yeah. You know, it's like I've met so many people through the game. You know, like ninety percent of my community is based off of ESO, and it's it is very sad to see it died the way it is. But I mean, it is. It yeah. That's my 10 cents. I mean, update 27 comes out on the 24th. I'm going to log in, try it out, set up some NPCs to path around my house, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like that's literally like the only thing I can think of at this point because I was reading up even more changes that they're making and just removing mechanics to fix issues. I was going to go there too. And yeah, removing mechanics is not the way to do it. Right. That was gonna be my question, my next question, but but I was gonna kind of, I guess, let Nathan okay. kind of chime in on it, or let us kind of like you know, say our piece on it. It's uh, I I'm not, and I'm not saying this at all to anybody who listens or watches this. Um, I I'm really not saying this to down the game at all. It's it's actually I'm I'm actually pretty bummed out because I mean the name of the the episode, a dying breed. I it this is another element that really is causing me to feel like MMOs are, are actually the dying breed. And we've got more to come on that too, the, the kind end of that topic. But, um, yeah, man, I, uh, 
I can chime in for the dying breed topic. Yeah. I have like my own theory behind it. Sure. And so I think it just comes with where we are at now, as in like the original MMO gamers will say starting off with, you know, wow, are in between, you know, like 30 years old to 40 years old. Like I would even go actually like 28 to 40 years old. And they started gaming when it was literally like just straight up grinding for hours and hours and hours and hours. And that's what it was. And it was fun and we loved it. With the newer community coming in, um, yeah, I'm 27. So, like, from because it was say from my age to the age of 40. So, with the newer players coming in, they're looking for the instant gratification. Yeah. And sorry, I was just reading, reading, reading chat. They're looking for the instant gratification, and I think it's just yeah. it's ruining it's ruining MMOs for the the you know the original ones that started playing them, and it's just causing people to leave and leave and leave. And then these con and then, then the, the game developers issuing out all these um, changes to cater to the newer players coming in. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it, it probably does. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I want to piggyback on that because yeah. uh, I think that the newer players, the people are looking for instant gratification things. Those are people that don't because that's why they want the instant gratification because they want to get to a powerful point feel achieved feel like they've experienced what they want to see in the game and then they're out so that's not really a smart crowd to cater to mm-hmm. it's like when uh mmos used to live more off of the long term people who was just like because it was a longer grind because it was technically technically more content just because it took longer to get to um we that's we're longer term so they make more money in my opinion for easier in my opinion if they do it that way but uh, once again you need numbers too you can't just um you can't just live off of uh uh the 30 to 40 year olds right uh, yeah. <laughs> so you got you got to bring in new people so it's it's kind of a roadblock and i think that this next set of mmos is actually the first ones to try to address it i think before that we just were like I think the genre was just like, okay, they like instant gratification, give it to them. Get the numbers up, get the subs up, give them whatever they want. And now I think we've kind of got enough data to be like, okay, there is a middle ground here mm-hmm. where we can have some old school fun, but also, you know, um, not make it take, you know, where you need a whole day set aside to get anything accomplished, where you can get things mm-hmm. done in a couple of hours and feel good, feel good if that's all you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna add a point, and then I'm gonna well actually I'm gonna read a few comments from chat, and then I'm gonna make a add an additional point. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we've got Razler in chat saying I've had a love hate relationship with ESO. The RNG in that game is so terrible by Western MMO standards. There's still traits on the gear that are dead and no one's of use. Uh, uh, then there are RNG to get the transmute crystals to change or lose traits. Then Rabuda said, here's the thing, MMOs die, but they have unnaturally long lifespans for video games to begin with. Um, horrendous, welcome in. Horrendous has uh, left a message, by the way, for the Ashes Pathfinder show, which is the Ashes of Creation podcast for, uh, it's on Sundays, 5 p.m. CDT. There's a segue to say, come join it if you're interested in a game. 
also the segue to say you too can leave a message for that show or even for this one. And it's at at one five, three, nine, six, six, four, six, eight, oh, one. You can also go check in at Twitter at the LFM show, leave mail, the LFM show at gmail.com. Catch us here live Thursdays by PMCDT. So I was watching Twitter this week and you know, the, the lore seeker podcast is a big one. And all I'm doing is sharing what's public information here. And it's actually kind of with a heavy heart. They've been doing stuff for that game for like three years or something like they're they're They have a great podcast. They've been doing it for a long time and they even announced that they were going to be kind of stepping away and doing something else. Don't know what it is yet. They said they're going to be announcing it in the near future, but that's a pretty big hit for the game. And like you said, not only are a lot of people not playing, uh, but you know, a lot of communities aren't playing. Uh, a lot of people at stream aren't really streaming as much, if at all, for that game anymore. That, that Twitch page is sad. Yeah, it is pretty it's low. Sad. Yeah, it is. I've never seen it like that. You were talking about a dying breed and we started off TL and chat had said, you know, we kind of like what's killing the genre. Maybe greed. I think it's a, probably a, a valid statement. You know what? I'm looking for an MMO to bring mm-hmm. me in to where I don't shower for like two weeks straight. <laughs> That's what I'm I don't looking sleep. For, I have to like force myself to eat. My only yeah. source of hydration is like a, a Red Bull every 10 minutes. Yeah, where you actually forget to eat, dude. It's been yeah. a long time where, like, I've been playing an MMO and I'm so into it that somebody actually comes up like, dude, when was the last time you ate? And I'm like, what day is it? You know, I like, I uh, walk into my room and gag. Yeah. Like, Whoa, dude. Like, you need what to drink some to water, take a shower. You're letting uh, yourself I go. Get, I have to <laughs> get that game last is note. You. I have to get that last level. You know, it's like. That's that's what I miss about, you know, MMOs right now is that I don't have that desire to go in and like just devote my no entire life. existence to the game. I want to tell a story and this is this is true, okay? So I had this friend who and I wasn't I I just barely even knew what an MMO was. They were brand new. We're talking about 1999, right? Mm-hmm. Barely even had a concept of what that was. And I had this friend who uh they were one of my he was a friend of a friend. I didn't know the guy yet. But he was like, hey, if you don't mind, will you help me? We're going to go help my friend. He needs water, etc." So I was like, okay, that's weird. We're bringing the guy water in America. Like, what's going on? So <laughs> we went and we filled up these big buckets of water. And we're going over his house. And he's trying to explain it to me. He's like, the guy's addicted to this game. And he, can only, he only works like seven hours a week, which is just enough to pay like a couple of things. So he doesn't have water. He doesn't have running water. Uh, he has to have electricity. He has to have internet. And that's about all he has, right? So we get there, and this dude is, there's like crap everywhere. It looks like that hoarder show, kind of, except for it's just like Mountain Dews and Pepsi bottles and stuff. And we go in, and this guy, we literally brought water so he could flush his toilet because he played EverQuest so much and was so addicted to it that he was literally the epitome of no-lifing. Dude. The dude, I'm not making this up, when he stood up off of his chair and he wasn't like wearing hardly any clothes, he like had his his whitey tidies on, (laughs) and he stands up and I literally saw his skin like peeling off of his gaming chair. Like, and you know what I thought when I saw it? I was like, what's that game you're playing? I want want some of that. That's fucking life goals right there. If it's that good, dude, I need a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) You know what? There's some things that books can't do. Because you finish a book, 
that. You don't finish an MMO. You keep you hold on strong. So what yeah, you the day that server dies, I will be glued to this seat. <laughs> yep. As long as I can afford the subscription fee, my internet and, and electricity, <laughs> yeah. I am in. So what you're saying is you want a game so good that your skin is so filthy it sticks to the chair and if you move it peels off of your body. Yeah, I know that that guy had like I know that had to hurt, right? Like he lost a few layers of skin there. Oh. Uh, it was it was That's you know? gross, dude. But what's funny is he probably sat right back in that chair after we left and I bet his skin reformed right back to it, you know, cuz it was still fresh. I bet you got his skin back. Just grew back onto him, huh? It's filthy. And when I when I went to buy that game, the the guy was trying to talk me out of it. He was like, "Look, this will ruin your life. Don't this do not get <laughs> yeah. this game." And I was like, "Dude, I don't think you understand. That's what I want. <laughs> I'm yeah, buying yeah. it because uh, I want to. I want a game that good that I that I that it ruins my life." Dude, chat right now. You refuse to eat because real life food doesn't give buffs, <laughs> right? <laughs> or or to win the game, you must become the chair. <laughs> Come God, your chair. Yeah. So, man, I, so I linked a uh, an article uh, that was really just a reference point, and uh, this might be kind of a segue. We were we were kind of hitting on uh, Final Fantasy a bit, but you know the games that have there have been a lot of games in the past, and uh, some are still in development uh, that are kind of uh, you know aiming to change the genre. I feel like that's kind of uh, almost like a catchphrase. I'm hearing more and more. I mean, I'll be I'll be fair. Ashes of Creation is make MMOs great again, uh, you know. But some of these other games have been kind of talking that too, and it's you know, look, I agree. In order to actually for the genre to change, like someone's got to do something really innovative. Uh, you know, what are some of those things though? I mean, there's games that are are aiming to do it, but I feel like we're gonna have to wait a while. And in the meantime, you got games like Terra. That was some news this week. Another studio. Terra shutting down, man. Yeah, the NMAS studio. The NMAS studio is shutting yeah. down. I, I, I'm not sure, but it, it seems like maybe they're trying to shift the the game somewhere else. And it says, I had that article up too. Yeah. It just says our focus cool. in the coming weeks and months will be on our team, helping them to find new opportunities and on our games to ensure a seamless transition. So I you. think they mean, I think they mean like another studio is going to pick up Terra. That's what right? I'm thinking. Like, you know, so I think they mean transition the game over, you know, the, the players over to this new team mm -hmm. and people in their team that aren't going to have jobs, help them find new jobs and new opportunities. Cause I think even in that tweet, it asked like, if you're in the, if you're in the business and you need people, let us know. Um, so yeah, I know I've when, actually... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. I was saying I have actually never even looked into Terra. Is what what is it? It's a it's an action very it was one of the first actual like you have to aim. Not like ESO, but like where you actually have to aim um to to do everything. Uh, is it a very, shooter? No, it's an MMO. Oh, well. It's just oh, okay. it's just uh they were going for a very skill based MMO. Yeah. And I would okay. say they halfway succeeded, it, it, especially at the beginning when that was a new thing that you could actually, you had to really uh, aim and things. Uh, I liked it for maybe a month. Um, it, it's very Korean, though. Got it. Very, okay. very Korean. 
Um, is this a real thing? I'm sorry. I'm just checking a, a I, my, my reference, my, my resource that sent me this link is uh, very detail oriented and very rarely gives me wrong information. Um, okay. Someone in Japan designed a gaming toilet and it's epic. This is real. Oh, this just in. Oh my News God. Newsflash, gaming toilet. I have the best community in the world. They give me really great resources. This is a true story for any of you no lifers who are looking forward to being stuck to a seat, you know, consider this one, but I'm not gonna say the name of it because I'm not, you know, they, they, aren't, they aren't paying us to do that. So yeah. I was, I was in a raid one time where it was required by the raid leader that we had to have a, a porta potty nearby that was required because it was like a 12, <laughs> 14 hour raid. Um, so it was required. I still have that porta potty uh, in my garage. You know, I don't see any chroma option, so I wouldn't <laughs> buy it. Give me that in steel. Give me, give me the yeah. razor chroma effect. <laughs> yeah, give me some LED. <laughs> some LED. Oh yeah, of course. Yo, yeah. I, yo, I saw a picture on on Twitter. I wish I had saved this, but it was literally like an RB. It was at somebody's house, and they took RBG lights and they basically trimmed their house in RBG lights, like a. And and the, and the tweet was something like, "Which one of you gamers lives here?" <laughs> I was like, "And that's epic! I cannot believe I didn't save it. It was pretty hilarious." But uh, man, you know what's it gonna take? I mean, we're we're all waiting. We all got our games. We're waiting on. I really, truly do believe Ashes of Creation's got it. Pantheon's doing some cool stuff. Pantheon Rises of the Fallen's doing some cool stuff. Defend the Knights doing some cool stuff. Um, there's other games that are doing cool stuff too. We've talked about them plenty. You know what's you, you, you know whoever releases first is going to get a very big paycheck, dude. Yeah, we're hungry, dude. We're hungry, dude. dude. So I don't, true. Any yeah. MMO releases anytime soon, uh, I'm probably at least going to pay for it. I, I'm going to play it right. So okay, paychecks are bound. So theory. Some people in my community like are hypothesizing, and I'm I, I've always said early estimate for Ashes of Creation. I I think a year and a half to two years, if if things go right, I think especially if they pick up more studio staff, which they've the second you know they they are regularly posting out on social media. Hey, here's what we're looking for. If you're interested in a job, hit us up. Even with everything going on in COVID, I mean, the second they see a, see a studio closing, they are basically going, Hey, if you're looking for work. Like they don't go like they don't go and do the whole let's poach you. It's literally like, hey, if you need a job, you know, here's what we're looking for. Hit us up every chance. And there have been a lot of studios that have been shutting down. I mean, and part of the reason I'm even so aware of the fact that that's happening is because I follow Ashes and because when the announcements come down, they're going, hey, if you're looking for a job, we have some positions available. We're looking for these specific things. So if Ashes can fill these specific roles and those people are rock stars like the rest of the team that are there. Dude, I think they could release in a year and a half to two years easily. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I think that probably is a realistic time frame, about two years. Uh, maybe a year and a half, but yeah, I think two early, years. Early estimate, there. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. But uh, what have y'all, what have people been playing? You know, a lot of people like in my guild have been going to Guild Wars 2 lately and playing over there. And honestly... I, I can play that game and I, I enjoy playing it and just running around mindlessly, but I'm not really willing to dedicate into yeah. achievements or grind anything that's going to require me to grind. I'm not willing to, because I'm saving that grind energy. It's like you said, I've, it's on reservation, man. 
It's been reserved. Yeah, I've been thinking about Guild Wars 2, you know. I've been I've been thinking about Guild Wars 2 as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It might catch my eye again. I played it for a little bit. So uh, I want to say something. I want to say something real cool. quick. Sure. I do want to mention this game because I'm not a huge fan of this game. I I do got to admit I played it for many years, uh, when, especially when it first launched. I was yeah. in beta and I did enjoy it. But one thing I really think is cool about Final Fantasy XIV that I'm playing right now is how quickly it gets you into the rating, right? Yeah. Like it real quickly gets you into doing, even at low level, these uh, fights that are raid sort of, right? And they're really easy mm-hmm. at first, and they just slowly get harder and harder. And by the time you get to the end game, you are raiding. Like, you're just almost shoved into it. Like, it's that's probably got to be one of the largest raiding uh, MMOs mm-hmm. As far as how how percentage much of the community is raiding, it's got to be way up there. Uh, everybody freaking raids. Um, and so if you're just looking for a little distraction, story's nice. Uh, you got to get past the Realm Reborn, right? You yeah. Can, you can pay 20 bucks, I think it is now, or 15, 12 bucks maybe even now to skip that if you want. It is pretty freaking awful now. Um, but once you get past that and you get into Heaven Sword, Storm Blood, and then their Shadow... Uh, bringers uh it's it's fantastic oh my god dude i i it's it's tough man i i played it and then i heard uh about uh shadow bringers and that called shadow bring wait yeah yep 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 i i heard about that and i was like oh my god i'm gonna do this and then i was playing through and i actually had already kind of dedicated to get through uh heaven's ward which i actually really enjoyed heaven's ward um yeah. but i think the thing like people i I find people are on one end or the other with this game, and I actually I actually enjoy it. But the sad thing is, is with the the new expansion, it, I saw what was happening. It was like pruning of skills starting to happen more. They pruned the skills off of my paladin. I was like, dude, yeah, uh, yeah. The paladin's a little weird right now. I gotta admit, that's what I'm playing. A little weird. No healing yet. You gotta get pretty high level before you even get a heal spell. Yeah, and I was playing through, and I played Heaven's Ward. The story was great. I got into the next expansion. I was like, oh, this is killing me. It's kind of killing me. I don't feel nearly as engaged in the story. And because you have to get through it to get the Shadowbringers, unless you decide to pay for it, which is now an option, I don't think that should have to be there. I don't think that should be gated like that. Again, again, but people I always find are on one end or the other. They're either on the side where they're like... uh, you know, this game is, you know, gated too hard. I don't want to have to do all this stuff. I shouldn't have to pay for it. I get them. I feel that. I feel that. Other people are like, die hard. Like, I remember the Lazen Peon, who you're talking about Ashes of Creation. He did a really good video for Ashes of Creation. I mean, outlined it really well. Helped help bring, help make Ashes viral for a while there. And then, like, he had done another video not too long before that. And he actually did one over that game. And I remember the people didn't like what he said, and it was so vicious that yeah. he ended up having to take the video down. Like it was just really, really bad. So people yeah. are either like diehard, I love it, or I find that they're like, I hate it. And I find it's so tough to find people for me that are actually like kind of in the middle where they're like, eh, it's kind of grindy or it's kind of gated, but at the same time, it feels good. And I can, I, I felt like I could actually appreciate the RPG element to it. It feels, yeah. it's like the Elder Scrolls Online. That game does, to me, as someone who's played Elder Scrolls games, it does feel like an Elder Scrolls game to me. 
just like people were talking about Final Fantasy 14, they're like, this doesn't feel like Final Fantasy. I'm like, I mean, did you play Final Fantasy? Because it feels very much like a Final Fantasy game to me. So similarly, The Elder Scrolls Online and Final Fantasy 14, I feel like they both do something really cool, which is they keep the identity of the franchise or the games that they, you know, are kind of originating from and have this like RPG, strong RPG element to it. But they also yeah. like bring you the MMO piece to it. So you have MMORPG, but I find so it's so difficult to find people that are in the middle that are willing well, to give it a shot. Well, uh, for anybody watching, I do want to say that right now, as of the newest patch, you can play uh, for free all the way through the original Realm Reborn hmm. and Heaven's Ward before you even have to pay nice. for uh, do Heaven's Ward too. Description. Huh? Yeah, Heaven's yeah, Ward. Yeah, so that's an that's a whole original game and an expansion, which is probably about eighty. 60 oh. to 80 hours of gameplay. Oh, it's a, it's a lot of story content. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It is a lot of story. Heaven's Sword was actually really fun. I enjoyed yeah, it. With, I enjoyed it a lot. the dragons and yeah. all that. that a really cool storyline. Mm. I really like Stormblood. I thought um, it gets pretty intense. And then I've heard Shadowbringers is absolutely insane. I'm like halfway so we'll through. We'll I think I'm halfway through. I might do that. Them. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. The cool thing about Guild Wars 2, you know, it's like, I mean, these are games that are, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, like they're, I don't consider them bad games. I actually consider both of those games pretty good games. There's just elements of like why I wouldn't play, like gating and stuff tends to be it. Not having people to play with tends to be it. My guild's playing Guild Wars 2. That thing, that game is really cool though, because like to level up, it's not like you got to follow this exact path. I mean, you could just go run around and organically, which is something I really enjoy about leveling in that game. You could organically like, you know, do a specific spot. You can do exploration. You can kill stuff. You can do quests that you find along the way. I mean, you're not like gated into having to do it a specific way. You can just kind of pick a point, move forward. You got your main story there, but you don't necessarily have to do it right away. You can kind of do it whenever. So it's pretty cool. It's nice to jump into with guildies and, and actually just kind of like, go, Hey, what are we going to do it? Okay, cool. Let's all jump in. And it's relevant for everybody uh, to be able to do that at the same time, which is actually really cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but I think Freak, you were saying that there are people that are jumping on that one too for you lately, huh? Yeah, I mean, like everybody that used to play ESO with are now playing Final Fantasy. Yeah, um, dude, it's booming right now. Yeah, which but, I mean makes me want to play it even more because that shows me that there's a similarity. I've never played Final Fantasy. I mean, not bad. I can't even think about the last time I played a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, so uh, there's a there's always been this. Um, this thing where people that like ESO like Final Fantasy and people like Final Fantasy like ESO. I don't know exactly. Maybe it's the way that you can um, see ESO. You can really play that game totally by yourself if you want to all the way up until a certain point. Final Fantasy, you can for most of the story, but then it forces you to get a group, right? Like it's like, okay, yeah. now you're at a dungeon that's part of the story or a, uh, what do they call it? Primal fight, which is kind of like a, a mini little raid, just the boss fight. Uh, and you have to get a group, but you can you can duty finder up, and it's really popular right now. We're talking about like yeah. two minute queue time. So, so like the last time I even remotely looked into playing Final Fantasy, I remember being like these little little characters, and Taru it just looked yeah, looked like super like anime kind of <laughs> gameplay and whatnot. And I don't, I, I have no interest in watching yeah. anime or playing anything at that matter that reflects anime so i was just yeah so really catch my eye i'm more of like it. the um 
what is it the actual like i guess sword and shield fantasy yeah. kind of game dungeons and dragons yeah exactly. yeah dungeons yeah. and dragons gameplay Me too. Is what I'm looking Me too. yeah yeah now yeah. the thing about final fantasy 14 though is it may appear like that on the surface True. when you start getting out and exploring the world it's not anime at all True. it's very yeah. it's kind of dark actually actually yeah. it's the story gets screwed up to a point where you're like, "Jeez, I can't yes. believe they did that." It's, you know? Yeah. I mean, the cool thing about it's the Shadowbringers is it's actually doing something similar to the World of Warcraft's doing with Shadowlands coming out. They're taking that element. Spoiler alert! It's not really that big of a spoiler. It's kind of like plastered everywhere at this point. But they're but they're taking the element of you know how light and dark is always good versus evil, good or bad, and they're really kind of like chopping that up and going yeah well not not always sometimes light's not good either right yeah that's the interesting thing about the story you're yeah. like who's really the good guy here i don't even know if i'm the good guy anymore like this is getting crazy yeah yeah, yeah pretty cool it is definitely cool. something you know a lot of us probably almost i'm gonna take a wild guess here and say everybody listening uh, here live <laughs> and probably on the video demand we're probably waiting on an mmo so, you know, the, there's, a, there's bad because it's hard to get invested, but there's also a good side where you can just enjoy the game for what it is and you don't have to stress out about what the future of the game is going to hold or what they're going to do next or are they going to ruin it. You don't have to worry. Just play the game and enjoy it. Did you see that bait and chat from Ravuda? Ravuda is an Ashes of Creation homie, uh, MMORPG homie, but I see what you did there. You're not going to bait me into that trap. It says you saying the Holy Crusade light might not be good. Uh oh. I refuse to respond to that. Open. That's that's yeah. No, listen. Perspective and thematically, we're talking about very different things. Okay, so no, I'm not saying that. Am I saying in some games they like to present the story in which the light is actually not entirely pure and just and good? I'm saying yes to that. I'm not saying yes to that. Yeah, I mean, Friend. too much light and you're blind, right? So, you know, there's a, there's a, you were nice and bright, but not blinding. I love it. Taking the high road like a true paladin. Respect, respect, sir. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. You, you know what, uh, psychophobic yeah, like, the on. plot twist is the high road no. is a bubble hurt. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> That is such a gratifying situation in World of Warcraft, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I loved it. dude. Yeah. Absolutely. When, they, when they took that shit away, I was pissed. I, I know. So oh, I, dude, I was so I was so mad, dude. I was I lost my shiz. For real. Man. You know what though? It's kind of cool to talk about Final Fantasy 14 because that game hasn't really gotten a whole lot of or Guild Wars. We haven't really talked too much about either one of those on the show before. So it's actually kind of nice to talk about those a little bit. And in chat, man, Defend the Night seems like a horror-style MMO. And that's another thing where you're talking about uh, games that are doing something different. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing about Defend the Night. That game looks like it's going to be terrifying. Terrifying. One of the developers <laughs> actually... Yeah, the, one of the developers actually recently uh, had shared some imagery with me, and I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna show it. Uh, I promise, I you know, it's like it's my eyes only, but it was like, I was like, homie, that looks like some bad shit happens to people in there. I, I don't like. I'm yeah, really and, looking forward to seeing this game's environment. And there, and there's gameplay elements involved that actually make, um, make things get really intense. Um, they haven't announced it 
officially so I don't say anything, but there just there's parts of the game that make you really have to yeah. be on your toes and you're going to be freaked out. And they, they uh, tell you that too. Like in that yeah. new, uh, was it their biggest, uh, it was their uh, article we talked about a while back where they gave more lore. They talked about, uh, what's the that? Darkness. Yeah. What's the dungeon called? Uh, uh, seditious sanctum. sanctum. They talked about that one. The story actually ties into that one a bit and they've actually framed that one a good bit talking about their uh, dungeon design. I mean, it, that game has, like horror movie vibes mixed, at least from my perspective so far, horror movie vibes mixed with like really rich story uh, of like the, the world mixed with, um, let me think kind of like some, some dark souls kind of stuff. Like really not that forgiving if you're, if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah. So man, I mean, I haven't played an MMO that's been like that ever. So that'd be cool. Yeah. And you got to give respect to those guys making this game because they're really, they're really kind of trailblazing as far as um, developing for such a small team, yeah. and getting so much accomplished. But also, man, yeah. these guys aren't asking for a dime, right? No. They're not asking for any money. They're self-funding themselves all the way up until this point. The game's coming on pretty well, um, and th- zero income for these guys yet. So you got to have, a, you got to give them respect yeah. for just doing this for the passion alone. Period. You know. I can't speak to Pantheon, so I'm not trying to exclude Pantheon from this at all because they're, they've got a lot of really cool things that they're aiming for. I mean, I saw them, like, I saw that video of someone grappling up a wall, and I was like, that's sick. In an MMO, yeah. that's sick. That's really, really yeah. cool. And interacting. Anything, too. Any, yeah. Any object. Yeah. In, in, if you can interact like that in your environment, like, that's really cool to me in an MMORPG. Yeah. But so, but I can't speak to it because I'm not nearly as, as educated in, in the know for that game. But the thing I can say about Ashes of Creation and Defend the Night, very different set of circumstances. Like Defend the Night has that element of, uh, you know, we're not asking for anything. We want a viable product before we even put this out there. We're working on that. We got a small team and we're just doing it straight from passion. That's everything that's happening there. Steven, on the other hand, with Ashes of Creation, did it did go to Kickstarter. But unlike a lot of Kickstarter situations, he also fronted 30 million of his own money. So it yeah. wasn't like, let's just get all the money here and take it and then take your hopes and dreams. And he was like, yeah, we're doing this to like supplement what's going on. But for the record, I dropped, I got like 30 million or maybe more in this already. I'm willing to see this thing all the way through. I mean, yeah. both of these situations, very different, but a lot of respect because there's a risk element and a lot of like, you know what I mean? It's that risk reward. I guess I like risk reward a lot. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, you you reminded me of something. Um, do you guys remember when uh, uh, that guy? Uh, I'm not a big sports guy, but he's a baseball player, and he said he was going to make an MMO, and he no. got a loan from the state of Rhode Island, I think it was, and a big, massive loan. He almost bankrupt the state uh, making this MMO, and the game is out, but it's not an MMO. He couldn't pull it off. He turned it into just a single player game. And that's Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh. Did, oh. did you guys know that that happened? No. Oh. Yeah, no. he almost bankrupt a state over an MMO. It's in chat, though. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Is that a great Jedi? What up, homie? Kurt Schilling? Is that who it is? I saw, I'm just reading chat. No, I don't even know what maybe. that is. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I know about that. that. That's nuts, man. Yep. You know, what's it going to take to bring it all, to bring it home for people? Kingdoms of Avalar? I actually heard something about that. Aren't they, like, re-releasing that or something? 
Yeah, new developers going to re-release it, uh, you know, a remastered version. That's a really cool single-player game that got nowhere near the amount of attention it should have got. You want to talk about a cool way to do, like, a Skyrim kind of thing, and the mm -hmm. lore is really good. Um, voice acting is awesome. The graphics, even the old version, is good. Uh, combat is super sick. Uh, that's a cool game, man. I'm glad they're nice. remaking it. It deserves some attention, especially because it almost bankrupt an estate. <laughs> Can't say that about many MMOs. Got it. Yeah, that's really cool, man. So another game that's on the table. I, it's coming out, I think, at the end of... Correct me if I'm wrong. End of, is it the 30th of September? I think it's uh, Baldur's Gate Early 3. access. Is it early, yeah, access early access for them? Yeah. yeah. Buddy. Anybody played that game before, Baldur's Gate? That game me. is legit. This that is a real DMD experience, guys. Uh, especially this new one. Have you guys seen like you roll the dice for if you want to take an action, like literally on the on the on the screen, mm -hmm. and um, all the options, man, it is insane. There's I actually made a video about this, and I got one thing wrong because I misheard. Um, I heard there were seventeen thousand dialogue lines in Act One. I was what? wrong. I was wrong. There's forty six thousand dialogue lines in act one now that doesn't mean you have to go through forty six thousand dialogue that means there's that many options and that many things that could happen just in the first act that that's how many lines they had to make for all the possibilities like it's, it's insane that's crazy these are the people that did uh divinity two original sin divinity just the divinity stuff and yep. that's great story great story yeah, yeah. it's a really good but, game what I really like about Baldur's Gate 3 that has always kind of been my my weird thing that I, I, I was such a nerd, I didn't like to admit it, but I don't like the isometric view anymore, right? Like, I'm over it. I can't see the world. And with Baldur's Gate 3, man, that new, where you can just move the camera anywhere you want and you can just, like, control your character how you want to control it and get all these really cool somatic kind of uh, angles, I'm super excited. And one more thing I want to say about Baldur's Gate 3 real quick while it's on my mind. The streaming possibilities for this game is going to be cool because I can stream it and literally there's no time that you have to pick your what you want to do. You can nice. just sit there and let your chat decide it. That's what beautiful. they want to do. So you can run like a D&D &D campaign with your chat. Dude, it's going to be freaking <laughs> awesome. I can't wait, man. I'm super psyched about it. That's awesome, man. Look at Nathan. So excited, dude. I actually, uh, I, I've been like borderline kind of contemplating this one. Not not because it's not something I want to play. It's just the time investment. But this this game might it might I might I might have to. The closer it's it gets, happen. the more I'm finding it irresistible. And just that that the ch that's the thing about Divinity Original Sin. When I played that one, you know, it's like you could play through the story one way, go back through, play it all again, in a whole different set of circumstances. Now you're rolling the dice, literally. Yeah that that got me that got me excited alone. To be honest, if it had been like Divinity Original Sin 2, but with the actual dice rolling, not behind the scenes. Because it oh, did man. dice rolls in in, in uh, Divinity Original Sin, but it's behind the scenes. But this is like you control it, you roll it, you stop it. You know, oh, this, sick, dude. just that good nerdy stuff, man. Yeah, well, we were talking about, uh, what was that one? The one that was uh, going to Steam we talked about a while back. It's basically bringing the table talk back. Uh, you create your own D&D &D through it, basically. I'm trying yes. to remember what oh, that's that called. Was, um... 
Uh, I forgot the name. Which God, really hurts killing me. I know. Agent is the one that brought it up, too. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name. It slipped my mind. Uh, How good is it really, Nathan? <laughs> I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, that game looks so cool, though. But to be honest, man, I was, I was like, super, like, my hype level was, like, way up here. But then uh, I started seeing more and more about Baldur's Gate 3, and it has, like... It's it's up there now. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three looks like the kind of D and D adventure I've always wished was on my PC. Damn it, dude! I'm There's not a lot of good D and D games. I know guys. this name now. I saved a damn bookmark. Hellspire. Is there that it? it is. No wait. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Damn it. That freaking cool. Even chat was like, "Yeah, Nathan." Sorry, guys. <laughs> I actually I actually made a whole video like go. Buy this game! And I'm like, what's the name of the game? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've slept a lot since then. I make a lot of videos, okay? I, I, yeah, I research a lot of things. I'm sorry. Man, dude. Uh, I might have to do yeah, it. Yeah, Tail Fire. There it is. And I'm that's gonna... a small team that made that, too. Tail Fire. Yeah. Gosh, and th- I, I could be wrong, but I think... I think... No, I'm not going to say that, actually. Let me do... I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to put that on that game. I'm not sure if it's true or not. But it does look cool. You can build your own campaigns. And there's a sci-fi even. So if you don't want to do the uh, medieval D&D kind of thing, yeah, uh, you can do sci-fi stuff there too. Oh, holy oh. crap. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that a lot of people are going to convert over from um, having to get together uh, these days, especially because we're getting older. Most people that play that kind or enjoy that, I, I assume, uh, instead of having to get together and having to all meet somewhere, et cetera. I think a lot of uh, tabletop uh, groups are going to uh, start going digital with Telspire. A lot. Yeah. We, yeah I'm con- I mean, you know what I was thinking about too? Baldur's Gate 3 sounds like it's like a nice middle ground stepping stone, doesn't isn't it? Into yeah. something like D&D. Yeah. Hope you understand like rolling dice and how that kind of plays a factor. You know, if you understand it similarly in one game, it's like it kind of gives you, you're not like super unfamiliar with the idea of rolling a dice for action. Right, and I think it would also be good for people who um, want to maybe do their own campaign because, like, D and D does those adventure sets, which I just got the starter set, which came with one. But um, a lot the advanced people they like scoff at that, right? Like, oh my god, you're doing a pre-made adventure. But like, when you're starting out, uh, it does help you. It helps like just kind of get your imagination. Like, oh, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. But I could do it like that or whatever. So you type in Baldur's Gate into Google and go to their homepage. It's like panel from hell. Yeah. <laughs> right right in your face. Yeah. You can make a deal with Satan like within the first hour of the game. Like really? Up. Yeah. And they said it changes everything. Oh, check this out. I thought this was interesting. So when during their latest panel, they were saying that they pulled the data, right? On multiple games from Baldur Gate, from, uh, uh, Divinity Original Sin and all kinds of RPGs and they pulled the data and almost everybody plays the good guy. That's just what people naturally want to do. They want to be the heroic um, crusader of light, right? But the thing is, is they want, they begged people. They're like, please, somebody also play it evil because you're missing out on characters, storylines, things that you you would just kill them. You would just be a bad guy. You have a battle. You don't even know that that person has a whole storyline you can go through because you just saw him as a bad guy and you you fought him and you killed him. So I thought that was interesting that I'm not the only one because I'll start a game and be like, yeah, I'm going to be evil this time. And then like something happens. I'm like, 
well, I can't do that. That's too screwed up. You know, and I end up being good again. You know? It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. What about you, Freak? You think you could go completely dark side? I mean, obviously. <laughs> I think Lex are you had a conversation good. with me. That's why we don't publish the pre-show. This is a good <laughs> point, dude. This is such Facts. a good point. Facts. If people heard that shit, y'all... They drag us out in the streets and kill us. Start our own freaking Twitter on the shit I say on the (laughs) pre-show. I think would probably take off, man. You don't need text from last night. (laughs) Yeah, back to the light. Back to the light. So (laughs) (laughs) I I might end up having to get into Baldur's Gate three, man. It's tough these days. It really is. I think. I think. If I didn't actually create or do stuff like that, it would be a different story. Like, I think you, I could jump into a game, but, you know. You kind of feel guilty, don't you? You kind of, when you're playing a game, you're really enjoying it, but you're not, like, getting content out of it. You're like, uh, it's a kinda... weird. That is a weird dynamic, isn't it, when you do when you do creator stuff? Yeah. I just make content out of whatever the heck I'm doing. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I just I'm like, screw it. I'll find a way to make content out of this, too. Some games, man, though, like, I, like, would just, I zone in and I'll just forget chat. Yeah. I will. And and games that are like this. But, I mean, the cool thing about this is I feel like a game like that, as someone who maybe creates, can, it'll kind of bring you back. Because when you, if you do engage with, like, your community and they're, like, uh, calling the shots on rolling the dice, like, that actually, the thing I like about that is I love it whenever I can play a game and I feel like I'm actually on the journey with the people with me, even if and they're I, in chat. I love it. I do too. And I think Baldur's Gate 3 is really so. going to be that. Because you can let them decide what the, all the choices yeah. what are. What are we there. doing, guys? You just say that and you let you can let them vote on it. You see how many people say enough of the one thing. And then you're like, all right, here we go. I do that all the time in games where there's choices. And you know they'll make you do some stuff that you wouldn't have normally done. I mean, I don't know if I should say this. I'm going to say it just because this is my Friday. They got me to play Dream Daddy one time. Okay. You don't know what that is. And it's not. My life story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You could go check it out, I guess. But basically every decision was relied upon by my chat. I told them I would do it. <laughs> I told them I would do it. They got they got it for two or three hours, and that was it. I couldn't do it after that. It was too much for me. Yeah, it was too much. I had I was engaging in decisions I wouldn't agree with in my personal life. Hey, so okay, remember, okay. remember we were talking about. I got um, used. I got used. Go ahead. <laughs> talking about New World when we before we went live. Yeah. So I figured I figured out what the hell was going on yeah so they're doing a full-blown um preview event from august 25th to september 4th so there's like different eligibility to get this preview of the game really yeah This is like a weird beta test. Yeah, that's what it looks like because it's like a confidential game client, and I don't know. Why does nobody want to just say they're doing a beta anymore? You notice that all these weird ways are like, "Oh, this is actually early access." But dude, um, dude, we're gamers; we don't give a shit about being exclusive. Like, just let us play. 
No, play I love totally God. a good Let game. Let's just play a good game. Yeah. That's the thing, man. That's the thing too is, you know, you know what? As, as somebody I create content for games when we talk about Ashes, you know what I'm realizing more and more with games that are in development, how bad the perception is from people that want to play the game because early access, I get it. I get it. I never really fully got the depth in which that has actually been hurtful in my opinion to video game development, but I get it now. I really get it. I, how many times I've had to say over and over and over this game is in early or it's in, you know, pre-alpha it's in development. It's not going to be released till blah, blah, blah. And why people understand that if the second something is being tested, it's actually just getting early access to the game as it's released. And it's not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, oh. For example, for example, oh, actually. So this is new. So you know how all content so far of new world has been under NDA. Yeah. Yeah, it's that ends on the twenty fifth when they do this. Oh um, wow! Event. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's getting serious. Yeah. So the NDA is over. All right. That's good. I don't know. Maybe. I know they put a launch up for twenty twenty one, but maybe it's a good a good look. I mean, there would be some transparency for sure in terms of like development. Yeah. Yeah. I expect by 12.01 a.m. that day for there already to be a video on YouTube immediately saying that it's trash. That's just how it is. And I expect it, and I'll be looking for it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude. Seth was putting notifications for <laughs> keywords trash. New yeah, world. New, new world trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, this new feature. In Twitch, you can actually click on that arrow, reply to message, and just like automatically add some. This is one of the this is one of the coolest features, man, for Twitch. Clicking on that arrow, I don't have to type in at. I'm still so I've had to do it so many times. I'm still doing it. And I'm like, dude, there's a thing next to their name. Just click <laughs> on the thing. True. It's so good for podcasting, man. Yeah. One I mean, last thing before. Yeah. Um. So if anybody here did pre-order New World, August 21st, so tomorrow, check your Steam library. And that's how you know if you got invited to um, oh. this whole, this whole, I just got my refund for the game, so I'm not going to be involved, but. Oh, man. Feels bad-ish. Not me. but Not really. I don't I'm going to watch. I'm going to do what Nathan's doing and set up that this game sucks morning and go open there. <laughs> Cause you know, it's going to happen. There's people so oh, mad absolutely. at the changes. I mean, there's no doubt. Like if I say, Hey guys, tomorrow uh, I'm going to bring a dinosaur and, and show it to you. And everybody's like, cool, a dinosaur tomorrow. And then I bring an ostrich. People are going to be pissed. Rightfully so. And that's what, <laughs> that's what new world did. They're like, we're making this PVP game. Oh, PvP people had no game and we're the heroes. And then they tried it out and like, no, we're not going to do that. Never mind. We'll just make it. We'll make it something else. Like, geez, man, stick to your vision a little bit. Have a little faith. Dude, you know? I don't know about you all, but ostriches are assholes, dude. Yeah. They, they are weird. not nice, dude. They are mean. Yeah. yeah. They like, have you ever tried to feed one? It's so violent. They're no, so violent. I fucking have tried to feed an ostrich. Well, dude. don't. <laughs> This is available where I live, dude. You can just go down to the local ostrich farm. 
this is why, <laughs> even though I like playing, here. I enjoyed playing Blood Elves and World of Warcraft, but I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the mount. The Hawkstrider. They're damn ostriches, basically. Oh, yeah, they are. True. What about the gnome version? Wasn't the gnome like a mechanical Mechanical ostrich? gnome, yeah. It was like a little... Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess. <laughs> I always I, I always saw them as that little Easter... Uh, little Everybody called them... Thingy, the little... Chocobo from Final Fantasy. Oh, Final Fantasy? true. Yeah, Chocobo, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I'm sitting here like... I don't... Know what that is? Bad did you guys fine. know? Did you guys know that the Chocobo was like they've admitted that they literally plagiarized, stole it from uh, a Miyazaki anime film? No, I, I think it's the one called I can't pronounce some of these anime names, but like Noshia, Noskia, The Wind, or something. Uh, and there is there's a straight up Chocobo in that movie, and they were just like, we don't care if we get sued. That's awesome. We're putting it in our game. Nice, Ronan. True story. You know, I'm gonna be really honest, man. In this situation, you know why I don't, I won't, I don't have no interest in New World. My gut tells me it ain't, it isn't gonna be worth it to me. I, I don't, I, it doesn't. I don't believe in it. I just I'm gonna don't. give it a shot because I'm desperate, uh, right? I'm that guy. I'm that guy at the bar. New World? New World? What about? Wait, what'd you just say? I don't believe I in it. it. I don't believe. Chat. I don't believe in it. I don't, I, my gut, man. I just feel I just I just believe it's not gonna not gonna be worth the time for me. He's, he's having okay, trouble well, hearing you. Said in chat. Hmm? Look what Baxter said in chat. Hmm? He has alpha. He said I have alpha access to New World. I hope they keep developing it. I don't. Know, I I haven't really looked into a lot of it, but I can't. I'm just I, desperate. I did. I did at one point. No, I'm just like, I want a game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, I guess. What it boils down to. Isn't it? We all just want a damn shot. Yeah. It's kind of like we got a good dosage of uh, something illegal and we enjoyed it. And then now they actually started putting us in prison for it and we can't get it anymore. It's like gone. All the suppliers are all dried up or they're promising us there's a big new shipment of the really good stuff coming. That's what it's like. Like I said, man, I just oh. want a game where like I forget to shower for three weeks. Why? I don't eat. Why you guys? Why we got a stank <laughs> why we gotta, to play? Because... Why we got a stank to play a good MMO? Come on. Listen here. It's a oh, smelly right. culture. You got to embrace it. You can get a five minute shower. Don't they have like some kind of a powder Thing that you can like, oh, yeah, dude. it's called Axe Body Spray. There's it only a work for so much time, you know. There's a dry <laughs> shampoo. Did you guys know that? I heard Women about apparently that. know this, and like my wife was just like, uh, because yeah. I was joking about no wiping exactly what we're talking about here, and I was like, you know, I'll have to take a shower because I'll be live and I can't be all greasy like Asmongold. No offense, Asmongold, <laughs> but you know, so she was like, no, you don't have to do that. You know, my wife's awesome. She's like, no, you can no life it, no problem. I'll buy you some, uh, uh, what would I just say? Uh, waterless. Uh, it's that. It's that. Yeah, powder, dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife is supporting my no lifing. So that's good. Back then, he's like, I haven't felt genuinely excited for an MMO since WildStar, and I'm chasing that feeling now, and haven't found it. See, and look, Rabuda yeah. said there are no showers in Vera. It's called immersion. Immer- right. Immersion. You got. You need exactly. a. You need a pack of socks. <laughs> you can poop sock. Right. Oh, um, filthy. <laughs> I- 
You need a hole in your backyard to bury them. Just an e-tool. Just an e-tool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Total freak, you okay? What's the matter? Oh. You know what? I'm not even going <laughs> to. <laughs> He's like, I'm not taking the bait. I'm not, I'm not taking it. I'm not going to take the bait. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I wish <laughs> you kind of would a little there bit. Stories. Oh, no. Wait, can we talk about this after the show? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Post show chat, fun times. <laughs> I love I love post show chats. I really do. But that's why we're so many people are pumped for different games. I mean, a lot of people here are pumped for Ashes of Creation. Some for Defend the Night. I mean, there's a lot of games that are they have their sights on something. They've got they've got a plan, and the plan is it looks pretty damn good. It looks pretty realistic, which is what makes it even more appealing. It looks like they they're going in the right direction. Some of these games have got a little bit of history now. Their time in the trenches, you know, they've gone through some hard times, maybe a little bit of silence, but they're getting closer to the goal, and stuff is starting to come together, and they're showcasing it, and and it's like okay, and there's an evidence of history here that they can go, people can go back and research and look at now too which is very different than a lot of what we see at first impression. You go here, here's what we're telling you. We can give you now give us money. And you're like, yeah, but we, we've been here before we want to play. We don't, we don't, we kind of want to play it safe. You show us before we show you the money. Like we're yeah. not willing to. So, yeah. but you know, Baldur's gate three might get some time man. it might get a little bit of time. It might. It deserves it. It deserves it. It, it just might, man. I'm not going to lie. Also, I've got... Oh, this is interesting. I have things to attend to, apparently. Friends, I think it's about that time. I think it's about that time. I think oh. we've covered... I think it's time for the post-show. So I'm going to go... We'll hey. be preparing. Hey, I'll probably be jumping in in, uh, in Discord or something here in a little while, too. I've been making it a little bit more of a, of a habit after the shows, but uh, I'll see some of you all there. Uh, we may or may not bring this chat there. We'll see. I don't know. Depends on how freaky, to- I mean, how motivated Total Freak is to tell a story to more than one person. Um, and and oh, whether, yeah, uh, cool, cool, cool. Army stories are great, by the way. I've got plenty too. <laughs> so it's a good time. But gentlemen, why don't you let all the people listening and watching know where they can find you if they want to come check out your stuff and things, your content, your content. We're calling it content. It is content. It is content, please. Nathan. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, the Nathan Napalm, and also on Twitter. Uh, although I really just use my Twitter to post my own videos and retweet this podcast. But YouTube. <laughs> find me on YouTube. Awesome. And total free. Total free. Total free. And you can find the one, the only the questionable total freak on Twitch starting again on the <laughs> 24th. I'll be back. My hiatus, my hiatus is over. Normal streaming schedule starts on the 24th. Party time. His house is clean now. So yeah, my house, I have my ran out of shit to do. I'm going to start streaming again. <laughs> yeah. And, and everybody, you can, you can catch us here next Thursday. Thanks for hanging out. It's always a pleasure. I will see some of you on Sunday for the next uh, Ashes Pathfinder show. Catch us here in Discord, discord.gg forward slash Simorg. You can find us there. And friends, until next time, we'll see you soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs>